I think they brought him in, said, we're going to trade you for like one to two seasons. Don't do anything. Just click money, sit on the bench and rest. <laughs> then we're going to bring you back in and you're just going to dominate. And that's exactly because that's exactly what happened. He came back to Boston like he never left. He was on fire. Right now, Tatum and Brown do not have the ability to play make efficiently. That's why I'm not going to be one of those that's going to shit on the idea of John Wall being able to come back as good or even better than he was before. You gave him a whole new character. And uh-huh. within two months, y'all said, fuck all of that. Yes. You're just going to scrap it. Yeah, I don't, you know, I, don't know what, I don't know what's going on with that right now. You know what, Cheese, what do you want to talk about? I know you've been away for about a month, but what do you want to talk about? Hey, guys, I is back. Who missed me? (laughs) I did. I definitely did. Huzzah, and I'm guessing you at home also said you did. Yes, I had to take a break for a while. Um, Things fell apart. Um, I just needed to get out of a certain situation I was in. Now I'm back. Huzzah, hooray, and I'm still alive. We're glad to hear, you know. Definitely. We, we definitely. really did miss you because you are you are the energy, the the driving force. You're the positive chaotic third. Yeah. Well, also, well, he's the the like positive spark because when Daryl and I get together, it's just anger. It's just yeah, anger. I gotta I gotta work on that. I, I well, really do. My my almost broken hand tells me that I need to work on it too. Okay, so cheese. Of all the topics to talk about between NBA free agency. Oh, also, real quick, because we haven't even I haven't even done it. This mm-hmm. is the Beers and Balls podcast. I am one of your three hosts, Anthony F. You can follow me at Bornerrun underscore 19. You cannot follow Cheeseman on Twitter. Why? That's reason to know and you to never find out. Hey, don't worry about it. But <laughs> where can they follow you, Cheeseman? You can follow me at OG Cheeseman on Instagram. That's two E's, not three, just in case anyone has made that mistake. So because Daryl has the most to say, I went ahead and saved him for last. Mm-hmm. Daryl, where can they find you and watch you? 3D1J on Twitter, ddunham 7217 on Instagram, and the Coaches Challenge on Twitch. Okay, great. So we're going to get right into it. Do we want to talk about the NBA free agency? Daryl, you and I have had plenty of time to talk about that already. Yeah. In private, um, but we'll talk about it again because it's always fun to rag on the nets. Mm-hmm. Or do we want to talk about baseball? Because that's been pretty fun, actually, at least to watch. I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Do we want to talk about Deshaun Watson? I do not. I, no, I'm going to be honest I. with you. I kind of, I'm just. I'm not going to talk about it until the suspension is handed down at this point. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think I, we can all agree on that. And you know how yeah. I, what I've said about the commanders. Uh, we will not be talking about them moving forward because I cannot stand that man. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about then? Cheese, you decide. Well, you already talked about how my Celtics lost in six and I am very sad. Yeah, so let's talk about did. the Nets. Well, well, well no, let, let's wait. let's bounce off of that because the the Celtics made Brogdon. themselves a nice little move there by getting Brogdon. Yeah, and they got Gallo. Yeah, That's that true. actually actually that is good because Gallinari still got it for some reason. Mm-hmm. But well, I mean, his did, game is pretty low impact. So, I how old is he? I, I don't like that they traded Tice though. I thought he was really good, really good defense off the bench. He proved it in the playoffs. 
So I think that might hurt, but Brogdon's I'm a big they upgrade. Got, they, they kept the rest. I mean, I'm saying it's an upgrade, but I'm just saying I wish kind of wish mm-hmm. Titus was still on the team. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah, it's in the long run, it's 33. Okay. I guess it just feels like he's been around for forever at this point. It's one of those things, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, anyways, they, the Celtics did that. I think that made them better. Clearly, now they have somebody who is a playmaker, pretty much. A, a proper point guard. At least, you know. You know, I, Marcus Smart made a comment, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And we talked about it, Anthony, about him saying that the the Celtics didn't need a, a true. I think it was the comment about them needing a star point guard more or less than a true point guard. But I still feel like the point remains to where I think he was of the mindset that they didn't need to improve at the point guard position because he was enough. And here's the fact of the matter. I think being able to move Marcus Smart back to the two mm-hmm. and then move Jalen to the three, moving Tatum to the four, and then having uh, Tom Lord at the five is going to be so much. Just the ball, the offense cannot run through Marcus Smart. And it's obvious that. Right now, Tatum and Brown do not have the ability to play make efficiently. It's that thing about we said we I think we've talked about it with Ime Odoka. You know, the mm-hmm. kind of offense he wants to run needs mm-hmm. to flow more. He, mm-hmm. I, I know he wants it to flow more, and it's not gonna flow the way he wants it to if mm-hmm. Marcus Smart is the guy dishing out the ball. And and also I think Jason Tatum. A, by, is, by the way, that's not a knock on him. That's just not what he does. That's not no, the type not. of player he is. Not, there's exactly. no knock on Jason Tatum as well, because I do think that Jason Tatum is gonna be fine. He's only 20, what, 24? 23, yeah, 24. 24. Um, you know, it was a bad series. It is what it is. Young players take a while to get adjusted to high pressure situations like that. But there is no you cannot have somebody who turned the ball over a hundred times being your <laughs> primary ball handler going into next season, at least from a standpoint of not his usage rate going down, but him commandeering the offense should not be a thing, Mm -hmm. at least until he develops that skill. So I think getting Brogdon, as long as he can stay healthy, is a great fit for Boston. Good three-point shooter, great passer. Um, So, so, geez, you're the Celtics fan. Mm -hmm. I, I have to ask, does it well at least for me if it were me i i looking at the way that jalen brown played during the finals and uh, that's another thing that like to be pretty hopeful about is that you've got you, he's at least shown that he can step up in, a, in some pretty high pressure situations oh yeah oh yeah i'm not worried about uh, about the future here i'm just worried about the turnovers and because that's what that, that you it was a game five. They couldn't hold on to the ball to save their life. They were driving mm-hmm. down the court and someone was literally just standing still. Next thing you know, the ball's out of his hands somehow. It's, so I don't know what's going on there, but they need to. That's the focus. This offseason is literally learning to hold on to a basketball. The ball handling. It's like they forgot all about it. But um, I, I mean, I, I still think, you know, it's, it's going to be a challenge look. still, though, just watch, having a new person come in. And possibly causing some tension, but I don't think it's going to be a problem per se. Look, all I, I know hope is Al Horford that, comes back look, for one more year. I, I, look, I think he will because uh, that year the off that he got in OKC was yeah. really good for him. Or rejuvenated him. Yeah, well, that's why. See, that's why 
that's why I'm not going to be one of those that's going to shit on the idea of John Wall being able to come back as good or even better than he was before. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, and Al, Al Horford's much older. So I think Al Horford, I think they did that. I think they brought him in, said, we're going to trade you for like one to two seasons. Don't do anything. Just click money, sit on the bench and rest. <laughs> then we're going to bring you back in and you're just going to dominate. And that's exactly because that's exactly what happened. He came back to Boston like he never left. He was on fire. What's funny you know, is, is like just the Al Horford is such a he weirdly fits Boston, the Celtics. It's because Celtics. he 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 does all of the, I guess the ugly work. I guess for that team, like yeah. he's a, he's a he's an ugly game, and I think every team needs a player like that. I I, I hate to say it like that because it's he he's it, it's not a finesse game. He does the no. dirty work. Like exactly. somebody has to do it and he does it and he mm-hmm. does it well. Mm-hmm. But speaking of John Wall, the last time he played in Houston, he played 40 games before he, I think he got hurt. Or he got shut down. Uh, he put up 20 and seven. Uh, the shooting splits weren't great, but if the Clippers can get a guy that gives them like what 17 and eight, 17 and nine or even 17 and seven as a point guard with Kawhi and Paul George, if the two of them can stay healthy, I mean, they're right back to being contenders again. I mean, the Clippers were a playoff team. were almost a playoff team last year. And Paul George missed what half the season and Kawhi was out the whole year. And then they got like one of the best coaches in the NBA. I, I said this last year, Ty Lue is a genius for being able to get what he got out of that team. Mm-hmm. The fucking Reggie Jackson who had a down year last year. Tyloo turned out to be, I remember when he first, you know, got his, his head coaching job and, and there was mm-hmm. a lot of ragging on it. And, you know, he's LeBron's guy and this and that. But mm-hmm. that dude's turned into a hell of a coach. I mean, he really has. And that's why LeBron wanted him back in L.A. Mm-hmm. And he got I, there. I will have to say this, though. We're done talking about the Clippers. Let's <laughs> talk about the Nets and the biggest waste of time in the NBA's ah. recent history. Josiah is a is an idiot. He's really an idiot. I there there is something to be said about an owner when they went to the playoffs with D'Lo with that team that they had and Jared Dudley and all of those guys. Right at the, for the first time in the Nets history since they moved to Brooklyn, it seemed like they had a culture. Right, and I understand going for Kyrie and KD. Right, those are two great players. The both of them have won in the NBA before. You're thinking that's going to work, right? But the, the, the what it took to get those guys there and what they had to give up basically gutted whatever culture they had created. Then they fired um what was the head coach's name? See his face. Oh Fizdale? my god, what's the name? No, it wasn't Fisdale. Fisdale was from uh Nets. He coached Memphis and then he went to the Knicks. They they got rid of Kenny Atkinson. That's it. Okay. You, you get rid okay. of Kenny Atkinson, okay. who was a great head coach. You get rid of him for Steve Nash, who was unproven because that's Kyrie's uh Godfather, Steve, then you who's, uh, who's un, Steve Nash, who is unproven and very much has proven that he's not a good coach so far. No, so then you you get rid of because of Kyrie, which and bring my whole thing with getting KD was if Kyrie was the was the was the the kicker to getting KD, I don't do it as a franchise. Even after the Celtics debacle, I can't trust them. The, after that happened and the way he handled that situation, yeah. he was already a headache. The he man comes in the Earth is flat. Then 
But you know, there are plenty of stupid ass basketball players that have still been great. Like that's not no, see, the, the, see that's just... that's that that is me enjoying the fact the man thinks the earth is flat. So yeah, I could get that, but the so, thing is, the, but the think thing about is, this. Think about this. This means that the man thinks that eventually, if he sails far enough, he will fall off an edge. But, but the thing, the thing is, this is just me having fun with him, though. I know it is, and that's and that's the thing. And Daryl's right. You know, there's been a lot of dumbass players mm-hmm. that have had the oh careers, yes, there's been a lot careers that everyone would kill. Charles Barkley. It's just the, the damn idiot. Oh come on, Chuck's great. We love Chuck. Chuck's funny, but you know Chuck is stupid as hell. Come no. on, man. Oh no, no, no. Okay, okay, Chuck, Chuck, <laughs> Chuck. I don't know how to describe. I don't know if I'd say stupid, but uh, he does stupid I think he plays, things. I think he plays it. I think he plays it. No, I, like, think, I think he, he just does. I think I think somebody who's not stupid can still do stupid things. And he very much has done a lot and say and they can say stupid things. And but, he's um, done both. Going back to Kyrie, though, it's just it was just mm-hmm. a matter of. Did he even play a full season the whole time he was with the Nets? No. No, he didn't. He didn't play a full season. Because wasn't once they, they played in 2019, right? He was there in 2019. He had a shoulder injury in 2019. Okay. In 2020, he had that. a situation where he went home for like a month because he was having mental health problems, which I don't doubt that. But then they caught him at the club at his sister's birthday party. And well, that's so why. That's like, why you do. That's why there has to be just the even. That's the thing with him. He mm-hmm. he says one thing and then and then. La, 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 totally fucked that up and then does another <laughs> it's a little hard to give the man credit when he's doing that and then he refused it's, to get the va- refused to get the vaccine which uh-huh. means he couldn't play in a majority of games and tried to make himself a martyr too yeah okay see but then this kicks into springboarding off of that point she's that my problem with the nets is this where they truly fucked up was when they caved the Kyrie at the end of the year yeah. That was when, to me, it went to show that now they have no conviction because it, it was already bad with them now wanting to trade Kyrie and now Katie wanting to leave and them not doing anything it takes to please Kyrie because now other star players around the league are going to be looking at the Nets and saying, you don't give a fuck about pleasing your stars. Why in the fuck would I come there? Mm-hmm. They have no assets right now, which and they're probably going to get they're going to get some trading Katie and Kyrie whenever that happens. This is going to happen. It, it's just, you a, know. So, okay, I understand how we, we, because we've talked about this at length, and Mm -hmm. there's all kinds of other people talking about it at length. We know how people are going to look at how people do view Kyrie, and we know how people view the Nets. How are people going to be viewing KD? Because that's, that's, he's put, I mean, initially, second rate LeBron James. No, 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 I'm not going to go that far. He's what, what I'm talking about is he, he it's for me, it starts with the fact that he chose, he made a very bad decision, which was to follow Kyrie. I get your friends and all that, but that was a bad decision. That was a, you know what KD probably was looking at it. Like from a basketball standpoint, there is no better teammate for KD than Kyrie, but from a, from a everything else standpoint, standpoint, KD cares way too much about the game of basketball to work with somebody like Kyrie who has stated on numerous occasions that the game of basketball is not that important to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my, and my thinking is like, well, because the other day I saw someone post this, like at least LeBron James, he's won a title with every team he's been on. Kevin Durant only won once. The argument is this. Yeah. 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 James Harden and Russell Westbrook on the team. That was a great Oklahoma State team. 
You failed. You joined the Warriors. Of course, you didn't have to barely even show up. You're winning a title because they were unstoppable. Then you get a team together in Brooklyn, and you, the closest you ever get is Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals, and you lose to the semis. Of the semis. Oh, it was the semis. Yeah, it was the, the semis. You didn't even get to the Conference Finals. But see, here's my thing with that. KD played amazing in that in that Eastern Conference semifinals matchup. But the other two people, James Harden was dealing with injury. Yeah. Kate, Kyrie got hurt. They weren't available as they should have been, and they basically left KD on an island. And it happened again this year. KD had the bad game one, but other than that, he had a pretty decent series. It was just he was struggling to get anything going because the Celtics were like, Kyrie ain't doing shit. I'm about to stop KD from getting to his fucking spot. They have no system because of Steve Nash. And and yet again, I don't think this this failure with KD is a on court thing. It's a decision making thing with Kyrie. He should, I mean, with KD, he should have never left the fucking Warriors. Fuck with me, you, or the two of us, or anybody else thinks about this. At but the so end of the that's day, the problem. He cares too much about that, and he shouldn't. He should could, could not be me. Fuck that shit. Fuck what anybody thinks about me. Because at the end of the day, when I retired and I had four or five rings, you wouldn't be thinking about, oh, I went to go play with, with, with mm-hmm. Steph, Draymond, and fucking Clay. You're going to be thinking of the fact that I got five fucking rings, and you're going to hold me in a high regard because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm a multiple-time scoring champion. I'm a multiple-time MVP. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I think he's been an all-time, uh, uh, all-defensive player multiple yes. times. This man, KD, has a GOAT level resume outside of the championships you cannot Mm -hmm. deny him no matter who he was playing with it didn't fucking matter but because everybody on twitter was laughing at him for going to the warriors and making fun of him he felt insecure so he went to the nets to try to do it on his own and now everybody's laughing at him now that the warriors have won without him and look like they're built to win for another two to three more years without him but and and the thing about that is like if fine you want to leave the Warriors? Fine. I get it. Everything after that. Everything after that. You, the, what, what have the Nets done in the last 30 years to instill any kind of confidence that they're going to be, you know, the next, the, the next dynasty, that they can put together the next dynasty? Okay, they, they could they could have all the talent in the world. Fucking heads off right the, now because well, they were the ones that wanted it to happen so bad. And then wait. they went to Brooklyn and they were pissed. And now the Knicks are like, <laughs> like no, the, wasn't uh, see, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not going to give them that. I'm never going to give that the Knicks that much credit <laughs> because the Knicks, <laughs> Cheeseman, I guarantee you, the Knicks would give that entire roster to the Nets right now if it meant they could get KD. Oh, they were trying to. And they're, that's we're my, trying to that's get all three of them. We're trying to get both of them. Yeah, hey. oh God, oh, I they're glad so that that worked out. Wait, wait, but think about that, though. Think about that, though. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get both of them. That's how stupid the Nets are. The Knicks are. Like, yeah, but the Nets are the ones that got them. That makes them dumb. True. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I know, but how bad is it that not even Kyrie wanted to go to your team? But, cheese. I know you have to be. I know you have to be cheesing right now. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, because I mean, the Celtics have basically fucked over the Nets twice. Yeah. The, the trades in what was that? 2011 or 12 to get rid of Pierce Garnett. Yeah. And then getting rid of Kyrie, like, and then beating them in the Eastern conference and beating them in the first round of the playoffs this year. And basically leading to, you're leading to the breakdown of that team to where Katie and Kyrie haven't even spoken to each other in months. 
It's just I, I, I like and, as a Celtics fan, I will be taking many victory laps. Oh, I'm happy. I'm, ha- I'm so happy about this. That basically <laughs> we're the ones that caused this team to to break up. I understand that feeling, Cheeseman. I understand that feeling. It's a good feeling. Because what was yours with the Heat? It was with the Lakers and the Heat. Yeah. Okay. And we also uh, cock blocked the shit out of uh, Mike D'Antoni and his sons. Fuck you, Steve Nash, with your but um, ass skinny looking head that I can't stand. And your hair, man, it's not full enough to be that long. Fix it. And then the other God thing damn. that that was stupid was trade James Harden Benz. for Ben Simmons. Now I get you wanted to train James Harden because he wasn't living up, and I get that. But what made you look at Ben Simmons at all and say that's the guy that we need to finish this puzzle? A guy who hasn't played in over a year, a guy who is not even close to game shape, a guy who's I who might or might not have mental health problems. I don't know. I can't speak to that at all, obviously. But who um who's not even in game shape? Who's wasn't even going to be ready for the postseason on there. What makes you think him is what we need? Um, cheese. The crazy That's thing about it was that the man needed an epidural in his back to be able to practice. Mm-hmm. That is a medication that is usually used for women that are going through pregnancy. I know what an epidural is. That's the, like, but I'm just trying to like yeah, put it yeah, in yeah. the perspective yeah. of just like he couldn't. There's yeah. no way he was going to be able to play. And they still if, he need, if he needed pain medication so strong <laughs> to be able to move, like that's but, ridiculous. But, but that's another telling failure on the Nets in that they caved again with James Harden because they have no the, conviction. The that that's the point is that, that there is no that this is a team that just has no spine to Were it. Are you defending Ben Simmons there? I'm still trying to re- register that. I'm not defending Ben Simmons. I'm I'm more or less making it how ridiculous it is for the Nets to trade for somebody who obviously wasn't ready to play yet. Yeah, because it's ridiculous. My thing is this for the Nets. The best thing they could have did, and this would have been, I know we probably would have talked shit about it, but at the end of the day, the best thing they would have been, the best thing they could have did was extend Kyrie and keep it fucking moving. Because now the both of them are gone the the assets that you get for the two of them are not going to be equal to the talent and the level of player that they are. And you now have to sell extremely low on Kyrie because of what has happened over the last two years. Mm-hmm. You know, you're hearing so, the Russ and Kyrie rumors. That's probably the value on him right now. So fun part. Let's mm-hmm. uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll start with Kyrie uh, because that's a shorter answer. And then we'll talk mm-hmm. about the, the we'll, we'll move on to KD. Uh, where could they, where should they end up? Who can get them? And we're, yeah, where would they fit best? Because with Kyrie, it's like at this point, it's I feel one like it's only the Lakers. And, yeah, and it's the team that I don't want to see him go on because if he goes to the Lakers, they become a championship contender again if the three of them can stay healthy for more than 50 games at a time. And that's become a big only if. if well, mm-hmm. there, okay, that's a big if with with a specific person who didn't start you know shooting i mean it's a big hit for all ago. three of them people don't remember how much time lebron no. missed last year oh no he missed a lot of time no 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 absolutely but with mm-hmm. with ad it's it's a yearly it's a it's almost a guarantee at this point yep. that's the that's the thing there is that it's almost a guarantee they need to have <laughs> i love that the lakers have no plan like they can't i love that the lakers are a fucking mess i hope Kyrie doesn't <laughs> go there that's all i gotta say about that Cause I think that's the only place he can go. Right. That's the only place. I mean, guys, 
the Heat said that the Heat, the rumors that the Heat aren't willing to give up the assets that the Nets want to get Kyrie because and of the headache they. is because Pat Riley ain't dealing up with that. Um, so especially with Donovan Mitchell and KD seemingly in reach, I'd rather take right. my chances with one of the two of them than Kyrie Irving at this point. Doesn't it seem like if you had Tyler Hero and Kyrie Irving on the same side that by the end of the season, like Kyrie would have Tyler believing that the earth is flat. Tyler seems like that kind of guy. No offense to well, Tyler, but he does. Like he, he, he would buy into it. Tyler Hero. I did it. That kid is something else, man. That's I all I have to say. Oh, he, I, I mean, what? I was, I was just, I was trying to see if I could get you to go and uh, go in on him, just because it's always no, fun. No, I don't see. I, here's my thing about Tyler Hero. I don't and hate I Tyler Hero. I don't. No, I know you don't. I don't have an issue with him. Is that I think this fan base does not think he's tradable and doesn't think that he is an asset to be traded. Look, you got Jimmy Butler, who is 33, 32. You don't have long. If, if it takes moving him to get a KD, fuck Tyler Hero. Fuck it. I don't give that's a damn. Of, that's, the, that's the name of the episode. Wait, hang on. No, no, no. No, it's not. No, do that again. Don't do that Wait, to hang me. On. I'm just not seeing this. Mm-hmm. This is fucking dope. What? What happened? Last night at the UFC, uh, oh. style bender. Adesanya. Oh, yeah, Adesanya did the Undertaker entrance. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He had, yeah. The turn, he had the hat, and the Undertaker loved it. Okay, so we're going to drop. I bet he did. Let, let's, let's move away from, let's follow this little this little thing here. Daryl, you're the only one of us here, at least as far as I know, who watched Money in the Bank. Was it a disaster? I did see that one image about them, about the Capitol. Because oh! that was a great tweet. Great pay-per-view, right? The women's money in the bank match. Oh, a little no. bit sloppy, but I liked how Uh-oh. chaotic it was. You throwing in the right. right there tells me that there was a butt. No, not with the women's match. Shotzi had a bad showing, and I, I feel bad for her because I, I know she's had a lot going on. I heard on. there was a lot of botches. Yeah, but she, her and Raquel were not good during that match. Mm. Um, but my girl Liv Morgan won. But Liv, Liv won. Highlighted a night, no doubt. Theory and Lashley, great match. Lashley won, Lashley won the U.S. title back. Love that. Yes. Um, what was the match after that? Street Profits, Usos, best match for the WWE this year. No question. Better than okay. Seth and Cody. I, either okay. of the three of Seth and Cody matches, okay. um, in my opinion. Um, Usos retained, of course. Uh, then we had, see, I'm at three, right? Uh, Sasha, I mean, no, Bianca and uh, Carmella. Was really a nothing match. Bianca won, of course, as she should have moved on from that. Uh, that that was the Street Profits Usos match happened after that. Then we Brock got Lesnar Natalia. No, uh, I would rather have wanted the person by, did, the way, by the way. But. By the way, Natalia's been wild on on social media lately. Oh, definitely, because she she doesn't have to have a filter. She's it is she's great though. That's the, the point though. It's wants. like. That's the point, though. It's fucking hilarious. The shit she's throwing at Ronda. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Anyway, it's so um, good. It's so good. Um, but, was a, and then Theory won Money in the Bank. Yes. But before oh, that, Vince that's when we got like that. Yeah. So we got the Natalia Ronda match, which was awkward as hell until the end. It picked up a little bit. I st- I'm, I'm still not in the Ronda Rousey like that, but just, it is what it no, is. I get it. I get it. Um, apparently she didn't even want to win the women's title. 
so, and they gave it to damn it. The Reds the thing, walked like, off. Yeah, they did. That I always think. Yeah, they did. Like, I feel. <sighs> there you go. Here's the thing. <laughs> I always feel like Ronda has like a raw talent to it. Like it's there. It's just mm-hmm. it has not. It's been not. Refined. They rushed her. Well, well, part because of it's so, her and, name. And I also think, but but the way you, and, and and look, I'm not going to be a person who defends Ronda Rousey. Uh, for mo- for the most part in a lot of other areas of life but in the yeah. ring that's different sandy hook you know? uh, mm-hmm. yeah 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 we'll, we'll move on because she yeah i just can't um yeah but with the in-ring thing it's like there are times where it does seem like she didn't want what they put on her in that in that mm-hmm. well like you said she didn't want to win that title i think she's smart enough that's to why she that, lost her mania and i think the only reason why she won it is because charlotte left well, she's she's also smart enough to know that that kind of, you know immediately getting that title. I think at this point now she's smart enough to know that them putting it on her right out of the bat is not going to get a good reaction. Well, I mean she's still over with the crowd. It's just well, like, I, I know, but it's Ronda yeah, Rousey. But, but, but I wonder. But think about this though. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. the crowd. But I'm sure what she's reading on her phone is a lot not the same oh well i mean that's what i mean that because nowadays i mean look look you know yeah it's kind of the reason kd gets all worked up sometimes you know we're to where you have to make fake accounts it happens i know one thing they need to take that mic out of her hands bro it's it's got to stop well here's the thing i always thought that if you were going to bring in whenever you bring it a a former fighter who (sighs) isn't the best speaker put them with a fucking manager who can speak for them yeah, you know, and it also does add a little bit to the mystique of being a badass, mm-hmm. and that with by having someone talk for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar doesn't need it, but when he had it, for the most part, it worked. Yeah, even though I'm kind of glad they took Paul Heyman away from so him again, because oh yeah, because he's a personality like he's having again. like the most fun right now. Mm. Well, Brock has a great like he's Brock is <laughs> talk about a dude who is is, is was Brock is a goofy motherfucker, man. Well, the right. and, and it's just with him being so big and so and so powerful and so dominant. I think well, having that personality really helps him. Uh, yeah. By the way, I have to talk about how disgusting it was to hear to have to see Vince McMahon come out on Monday Night Raw and give all his spiel and do the John Cena thing. Well, it's just it's fucking gross. Let's move on from that, Anthony. So I can't. Gross. I, oh. <laughs> Talking yeah, about the theory thing, I just yeah. yeah so, talking so about the I don't, thing. I don't, I don't, I don't know how I that happened when he was with the way, but I don't think he's. I I don't, I don't hate Austin Theory in the sense that I think the guy has whatever it is that, that's gonna that can make him a star. The thing is, eh, I'm eh, starting to feel like eh. my problem with Austin Theory is that Austin Theory is awkward as hell to me and on the mic like he has uh-huh. a presence about him but i don't think he's Thank found you. out how to challenge talent ch- channel that yet but he's but vince loving yet. austin theory because theory has it in the ring but because because vince loves theory so much he has the perfect deal for vince in terms of the modern day wrestler he's white and good looking he's strong and he's strong. he has the look and he's yeah he's got it all for but, what they want and it was the same issue with it's different than John Cena. People got tired of John Cena along the way. People are already tired of theory because he's not, he doesn't have the, I, I noticed it Cena. the other night. John Cena the, the has charisma. a presence about him that makes everything feel important and the rushing theory. And I don't, I, they, they put that money in the bank briefcase on him. I don't know what the fuck they're planning. 
I can't see him beating Brock and Roman right now because I don't think he has it yet. Because those are the two people, even Drew McIntyre, I can't see it. God, I can't see it. He's not on that caliber. Yet. He's not. He's not on that level he's, yet. Look, he's bare, He's he's not. He's right now, top top of the mid card at best. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those guys who's going to float around should be floating around in that scene. But you know, Vince isn't going to do. Vince no. is not going to Baron Corbin. Austin Theory. No. He's winning that no. title when he cashes in. I'm just yeah. concerned about when that is and how that's going to look. I mean, it, or maybe they're waiting until Cody wins it and have him cash in. That's like nine months away. Yeah. I don't think they will. I mean, we've seen Cody. WWE slow burn that, that briefcase <sighs> cash in before. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But they've not, always I'm been hard fast with that rule of one year, though. I know. Yeah. Well, they, okay, it's the WWE. They're hard and fast about all rules. Now, the that's I guess that's enough of that. The only reason we're talking about that pay-per-view is because it happened last night. <laughs> because the style bender is amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Now, I and do have hanging ask, out with Joe Burrow and them. By the way, Joe Burrow just continues to say good things. Yeah. He's so, a good guy. That's what I like about him. I'm telling, oh, we're not falling. I'm not falling into this trap. I will say things about that man that should not be said. Uh, let's yeah, he, Jesse Bates, and Chino were there last night and they were hanging out with Adesanya before his fight. I would sacrifice at least three kids to be Joe Burrow for a day, probably. Because <laughs> I, I imagine that dude just like, he hears like, I don't know, he, he seems like he, he's enjoying life. Good for him. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I like, I'm glad that it's worth Look, man. I hope that there is no step back for that guy next year. The only well, step I back think, I want to see is when he's about to launch that ball 50 yards for a score. What they've done with the offensive line, like it was scary seeing his other knee get hurt I in know. that Super Bowl. I was like, I know. bro, y'all can't, y'all cannot in a league where a team has a, a duo like Von Miller and fucking Aaron Donald have this man with offensive linemen that are like turnstiles. Like it was scary. I'm like, real quick on Aaron y'all Donald. I can't go into next year with that. Y'all, I mean, we've seen, we saw his, uh, how he got, you know, paid up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was, I thought that was kind of, I always, I was, I found that all amusing where he's talking retirement because I'm like, I know you're not talking retirement. You got Oh, retire. he was pressing, the, he was pressing their fucking exactly. Buttons, exactly. I think he's going to retire it. after this contract, but he was definitely yes. like, I was in the Trevor Williams done. camp. Really. Yeah, I was in the Trump Williams camp of, man, just go away, please. Of course, <laughs> yeah. I don't have to. I'm not Trump Williams. I don't have to line up against him for 60 bro, minutes. imagine like having here. to play against fucking Aaron Donald, See, bro. Here's I just, I just thing fall thing. over. I just be like, just go. Just go. Here's, here's the crazy thing that everybody <laughs> says that, 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 I, that I, the, the crazy thing about Aaron Donald and the way that they look for players nowadays, and they're always talking about, we're always looking for the next this guy or that guy. Nobody ever says we're looking for the next Aaron Donald because there is no one never find that. No, that it, you're not going to find gonna, an undersized defensive tackle who does the shit mm-hmm. that he does. What are the chances? What are the chances that he might get? They might try and do a stud fee for him, like like they do for horses. Oh <laughs> man! <laughs> Just to hope to find the next one. God, that you would know, be so weird. But I already feel like something like that happens I, somewhere. I, kinda, I don't know. I, I kind of want. To just be like, hey, dude, give me like a one of your hair follicles. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna save this, and when they figure out cloning, <laughs> I'm about to make a lot of money owning a football team one year. 
you know, it's nothing but Aaron Donald's, you know, when every state has separated and has their own football leagues because, you know, we can't be United States anymore and all that stuff, but whatever. Speaking of, uh, do we want to go back to, yeah. Do we want to go back to basketball or do we want to talk about youth about college football? Oh no. What did they just do? Oh, are we talking about USCLA or joining the big 10? Oh, but see, this is what I've been saying though, forever. This what what's happening with college football is you're getting just you're creating these super conferences that are eventually just gonna say look to the NCAA and say now we're done with you and do their own thing. You know what I say? Get rid of conferences altogether. I thought about that. Don't even come up with the super conference. I think I think just get rid of it because at this point, here's my issue with conferences. Right? I know that it locks in. The Alabama UGA, Alabama, Florida, Alabama, LSU, uh, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Wisconsin, the, all those Matt rivalry matchups, right? But at this point, it's like if you have USC and and UCLA entering the fucking pa- the, the Big Ten and you got Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC, at some point. So here's the idea. Here's the idea that I've always talked about where it's. At this point, college football needs to take a look at the NFL model. Take your 40 mm-hmm. best teams, put them into uh, what the, the, the way that I talk about super conferences is essentially you have a, uh, a Northeast uh, or what well, is that East? Yeah, Northeast, uh, Northwest, Southeast, Southwest, four conferences, all the big schools that are in each one there and you, mm-hmm. like their divisions. And then that's how you figure out your playoffs and all that. And, those teams that aren't in those 40, let's add some relegation, man. If you're not good enough to be, you know, doing well in that, then you're down and the team that is doing well goes up. It'd be like because a soccer, it, like a, like a soccer model. Like soccer. Exactly. Follow that mm-hmm. model. Because, mm-hmm. the, because you, I mean, the reality is, is that there are only, a, there's a set amount of number of teams that are actually going to be competitive. Okay, Mm -hmm. and at the very least, by shrinking it down to a number like 40 or 42 or whatever it is, whatever number it is, you're going to lessen those mismatches and you're going to you're not going to get all a ton of those blowouts. And and at least I hope you don't, because you're going to have teams that are at the very least, you know, of a of a of a certain quality and everybody else who's not. Well, maybe they can become of that quality. They can build up their programs or whatever and then eventually, you know, have an opportunity to move into that spot. Because what's working now doesn't work. <laughs> or what they have now doesn't work no. and where they're going kind of is going to also not work eventually. Just fucking adopt the soccer of a soccer system, you know? Just do that. At least that's how I feel about it. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I don't the way I look at it with college football is I don't really like the the way these teams are like the conferences are shifting in a sense. Um I think it's just too much. Like the Big Ten is about to be 15 deep for what? The SEC is about to be at some point 15 to 20 deep. Like it, it's it's getting like eventually more conferences, Daryl. Because what happens, what's going to happen is a team like a Cincinnati or a it's going to be at least one or two teams that are going to find a stranglehold in these smaller conferences like the American. that are going to take advantage of these teams leaving and going to the Big Ten and starting to pick up prospects that Mm -hmm. those like three 
low four star prospects that, you know, don't want to go to a team like USC knowing that they're about to just jumble up a bunch of five stars and they're not going to have the opportunity they had before yeah. back in the Pac-12. And they're going to start to catch a foothold and then they're going to want to go to an, a comp, one of these big conferences. And eventually the the American, the the um, Mountain West and all these conferences are going to end up becoming obsolete anyway. Are you going to start pulling teams from the FCS to come up to the FBS? Like when, what is the what is the stopping point for all of this is my question. Well, so that that's how come I that's how come I, I firmly believe in that way that I'm telling you, or at least mm-hmm. with that where it's like you do have four four conferences, fifteen teams each. You know, if that's what you want to that that's just the, for an example, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you do keep all of those other ones, and that they, you know there is a limit in how many teams are in each conference. Instead of hey, let's just keep adding. That's which that's, to be that, fair. That's, that's why I say that there has mm-hmm. to be some kind of a. There has to be some kind of of, of, of of a regulation in terms of we can't just keep adding mm-hmm. because then eventually, you know, like you said, it becomes a whole goddamn mess. Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, this has happened before. Why the yes. FBS and the FCS exist in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I have to uh, <laughs> plug in my laptop because, like, uh, I forgot to plug it in and it's about to die. <laughs> you sound like Jeez. me right there. Jeez. Any opinions? Let's make it SEC versus everyone else. It, it already is. I'm about to say, I mean, it, make it it's essentially it's SEC versus Big Ten right now. Yeah. Well, and plus, that, plus Clemson point, and though, Notre Dame when they pretend like they want to be good. Huh. At the current moment. Okay. Well, I think this all went to shit. You know, when everything went to shit, when Texas and Notre Dame got those exclusive TV deals, when that happened, oh, well. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look, I mean, Texas has more money than anyone else. Yeah. At this, I mean, they really do. Like, like honestly, it's hilarious I, it, how they haven't funny. won a championship with it's all their fu- money. But. Oh no, well, but see here, it, that it, it, it's pretty simple <laughs> to figure out why. And oh, I know I'm why. Not, I'm not a Texas fan. It's just you know horrible everything, right? But mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a good move for the SEC to bring in a team with that much money. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. You know, that's the thing that some pe- people look at it and they're like, "Oh, it's it's that it's because Texas is you know, it's no, it's because Texas has more money than any other team mm-hmm. in college football. That's why, mm-hmm. you know." Um, but yeah, I think we let's move on. Let's move on to away from college football because I'm gonna keep getting mad. I'm gonna get madder. <laughs> Did you hear that the Jazz are tanking to take away my Frenchman, Daryl? Oh yeah, I'm, I said it. Uh, what was that Friday? They're tanking for Victor Wimbayama. Yeah, and they should. I, I will. I will highly. I highly doubt that Donovan Mitchell is still on that team before the start of the season. Oh no, he's not going to be. The mm-hmm. question is, where does he go? I know you want him. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't know what. I don't know what's going on with that right now. Yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens. But. I'm still. I still have my fingers crossed that KD somehow magically ends up back in OKC. Because that's going to be I hilarious if it does. I no, I know, that. I know, Daryl, I know that, but it would be hilarious. You know, you'll see play with the Slim Towers. Hmm. Oh, I would love to see it. I just don't know. But KD has a no trade clause. I know, and that's why I'm saying, like, dude, if you're smart, you just say, "Hey, send me there." They have all the picks to give you. You want to, you want to draft a whole team? Ask them for your whole team worth of picks, because the the fucking Thunder have that. Hmm. And also, it would be the funniest fucking thing to see him go back there and possibly win a championship with OKC. Meanwhile, Westbrook and Harden have nothing. 
here's, but, but, here's, here, but here's the other thing, though. And um, well, also, like, we didn't even think about this. He can LeBron this situation the way that LeBron went home to Cleveland to win the match. He can be beloved, Daryl. He can be beloved, Cheesy. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. It's like if this man wants to be beloved, go home. Not even but here's, home, but here's, here's the Here's the other thing. His list includes the Heat and the Suns. Like, the Suns, that's Devin Booker's team. The Heat, that's Jimmy Butler's team. Oh, no, you're no, another, no. You're not, you're not taking No, no, no cheese. The, the, wait. Either, either if he goes to Miami, I promise you Jimmy Butler is taking a backseat because that was, I don't know if you remember, that was the biggest criticism of Jimmy Butler all year and even in the beginning of the playoffs is that Jimmy Butler wouldn't take over. And like people were yelling, please go be aggressive, go be aggressive. And when he had to do it, he did. But Jimmy Butler doesn't like to play like that. And so I think bringing in KD, Jimmy Butler would gladly hand him the keys to the, the to the to the castle, in terms of from an offensive okay. standpoint. Now the so identity now of the team, Booker. I don't know. I'm curious, Daryl. So now that one, that's because that, that's the one I agree with about with Cheeseman there. Uh, with the Miami mm-hmm. one, not so much. But that's interesting because Booker just signed that extension to. He gets all the love from the Fed. Like I mean, that's his team. You're not going yeah. Phoenix and taking over. Mm-hmm. Like Devin, uh, I don't think I don't think KD. You, no, this is my team. I don't you, think KD's gonna, to me. I don't think KD's going to end up on a team though. Where and what I mean by taking over, KD's not GMing anything anymore ever again. Mm-hmm. I don't think a team will let him do that after what happened with. But see, cheese. I understand where you're coming from, but that's from that standpoint. But yeah. from Devin Booker's perspective, yeah, dog. After what you did against the Mavericks. And what you did against the Bucks last year, yeah. I don't think you really got much room to be to be trying to bitch people around True, on that front. But 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 you do know that these players, man, they don't. That doesn't mean anything. Facts, reality doesn't mean anything to these guys. Look at if them. if the Suns brass tells Devin Booker to shut your ass up. That's true. Devin Booker gonna shut his ass up. As okay, no points. And and the issue which to Cheese's point, what comes in is if Devin Booker gets pissed off and is like, I'm not staying here and y'all just fucking kind yeah. of brush me to the side for KD. I don't fuck y'all. Yeah, that's true. So as opposed to like with the, see, but what's crazy is look at how it worked out with the Warriors, but because that team was so secure and who's and people like to talk about that team like it was KD's team. No. Like, oh, it's never, team. It's never been team. anybody but Steph's team. I, don't care I what, said this. You could put LeBron James on that team, and, and he tries. He might. That is Steph's team. No, LeBron has said he would love to play with Steph because it would take so much pressure yeah. off of him. Exactly. LeBron doesn't want to be the player he is about, now. But anymore. I'm talking about. I'm talking about LeBron of the time that he was playing against. You know, uh, that that I think now he has more of that mentality where he gladly he no he wants this. Look mm-hmm. at what he's done with AD. He wants to be the second option. He doesn't want to mm-hmm. have to carry a team anymore. I get that. And he's not mm-hmm. going to fucking get that with AD, no matter how much no. he wants it. But um, Did you see Kevin Garnett's rant about uh, about AD? No, I didn't see a rant at all, but was it good? He, he basically said that he was like, no, it was it was it like legitimate sense. advice. Okay, he said great. that AD needs to go, to go to Hawaii and just get away for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And when he comes back, he needs to be focused on fucking work, 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 and getting himself being in shape and being the most in shape person coming into training camp. There's no reason why he because he saw the video where AD said that he hadn't picked up a basketball since April. 
And KG was just pissed off because he like he's like, you could be so much better. You you're supposed to be an MVP level player. You were supposed to be the first option to take the mantle, and you haven't done that. Mm-hmm. And I know some of that has been out of his control, but as he shot the worst three point percentage of his career last year, and a lot of that was due to the fact that he hasn't been working on his three point shot because he know, got he felt like he didn't have to prove anything. But K but KD is right. KD KG is right when he's when he by being that well that in shape by taking care of his body he's gonna lessen the chances of his in of another of another injury he can, he could yeah. it it all it 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 all plays into itself like a zion yeah. look at zion yeah. I, that dude looks in my god he i cannot so wait i cannot wait to see what that guy does I hope that the Pelicans. Zion is, I want the Pelicans to be great, man. I really do. I mean, they got all the pieces to be great. The team they is do. literally built perfectly. It, they have everything is, that they, they need. Just stay healthy. Yeah. But no, I. No, Zion's definitely the best. Uh, the best um, focal point there for that, and I think him signing that max deal. I think he's going to come back next year. He's just going to go back to the days of old, you know. But he looks. He looks ready to go. We can get a potential full season of Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson on the court together. I've been waiting for this. Scary. The last three years, because the last time it happened, there was a couple of chemistry issues with, you know, who gets the ball, how that works, and things. I hope we just get a full season of those two on the court together. There's only one thing though that I that I do not like about the Pelicans. What I do not like their anything about their uniforms i do not like their logo <laughs> i do not like their colors Ch- kaufman and i were talking about this about how there are some nba teams that need they need an overhaul and mm. the pelicans are one of them and the pelicans those colors man that is not new orleans <laughs> but that and that's, that's my thing what drives they could, me nuts there's so much oh. they can do and it's just those jerseys are so boring it's because like their the jerseys- jazz have the rights to those colors now they can't. They can't go back point. to those fun colors. Before yeah. Okay, yeah. but but here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. Pick another f- set of fun colors. Why not go purple and green? Because that's the color of beads and titties. Okay, and New Orleans. <laughs> all of that rolls into one thing. You know, th- my point is, is like be fun. Embrace the embrace. We're, embrace the place you're from. The, no the problem with the exists. Pelicans is is that. Their jerseys still seem like because those those are the same jerseys they had when they came from expansion. When they yeah. when they no not expansion when they rebranded from the Hornets when when Charlotte got the branding back, and it's just like y'all is like y'all have not taken oil spills, man. Just wear all blacks all the time. <laughs> no, it's cursed because of the fucking bum ass nets. And I guess the Spurs were all black too, so I don't know how cursed that is. But, well, the but Nets, no, no, we're black and silver, okay, or silver and black. Yeah. Okay, but the point is, hey, we're yeah, but the thing is though, our mm-hmm. colors are boring because we're boring. It fits us. <laughs> okay, the Nets think that they look cool, but they don't. Your fucking uniforms are trash. I wish the Nets would go back to the. They would have just kept the the, the New Jersey. The other the, team, not just the Grays, but the New Jersey oh. Nets ones, when they have Vince Carter and, and Jason, uh, Kidd. Jason Kidd and Richard Jefferson and Kenya and uh, not Kenya Martin, uh, Mark Marcus Camby and those guys. Yeah, the the other the other Kenya team Martin. that needs a um, an overhaul, I think, is Detroit. 
I don't like that. I don't like that logo anymore. Look, man, they once had a horse and like exhaust pipes. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> you give me that. Speaking of which, in that case, the Raptors as well. Uh, bring back the purple. With the, the purple, bring back the fucking Raptor on the jersey. That yes. was cool. I mean, if you are the Raptors, just fucking show. Don't show me the claw with basketball. Uh, it's boring. Uh, the Jazz are also boring, but the Jazz. That's why the Dolphins the logo sucks. is so awesome. There's a dolphin with a football. That's a good point. <laughs> I, I, that's a great point about they haven't, that. They've only upgraded that. They haven't changed it completely because it's a dolphin. Man. With a football I have and a, a helmet. How have we not canceled the Celtics for for the leprechaun? For for the simple fact that they are they are being awful. They are offending all leprechauns. Oh my Think God. about that. that. Right? That's a dad joke. It's a dad joke. Is there Daryl? And I took it. I took it. Not Cheeseman. I did. No, but uh, the Rockets. <laughs> I also don't like their logo. I hate that fucking R. I hate that that shitty looking <laughs> R so oh, much. The, the R that looks like it's taken off. And, you know. <laughs> well, see, uh, you remember what you remember when they used to have like their lo- their logo had like a little rocket ship that was on it. That, see, again, I hate that these teams with this. Oh, everything has to be modern. You're streamlining your logo. No, bring that. Put the rocket in the basketball back. It's on like when, with, bring it, back the what, court. Thank you. That's what scares me though. When they bring back the supersonics, like. Oh, you know that shit's gonna be so bone. They're, it's so gonna be dry, instead bro. of like the the badass the way it looked with you know. Oh god, it's gonna suck. Yes, it's it gonna is. Suck. You know what else what? is gonna suck? The Trailblazers. Oh, oh yeah. I, don't I like mean, theirs. the Trailblazers logo has always sucked. So for Damian Lillard. I know. Real quick. Also, Washington. I hate everything mm. about that team's look. It that, sucks. There's no personality to it whatsoever. They've always fucking sucked. Even when they had the blue and gold, that sucked. Uh huh. Like they just and Michael and they have Michael. Yeah, That's a good point. They're like the, very, the, very, even very the, late stage Michael. Even the Gilbert Arenas Wizards, like it's it looked bland. Like ugh. And like, too bad you can't go back to being the bullets anymore. Well, see, that's how come I was. By the way, that's well, how come I was yeah. happy when the Spurs started yeah. embracing their Fiesta colors again. Mm-hmm. It's like I love those colors. Or oh, yeah. like when my or when your team when Miami decided to embrace fucking eighties look Miami. Oh, Vice. Some oh, of the yeah. best. Uniforms. Those Vice jerseys are amazing. Oh. They might I, be my favorite jerseys in the league. I am so possibly. pissed off that I was unemployed during the time when they had the vice jerseys because now they're like super expensive to get. Of course, of course. yeah, but of course, yeah, especially that year that D Wade retired. Uh, you know, somebody did the these custom. Run. They did a custom set of Adidas, or was it Nikes? I'm trying to remember some Jordans. No, it was Adidas. It was Adidas. Um, and they did them in the Spurs colors in the in the mm-hmm. Fiesta. Oh my God, I wanted them. They were custom, mm-hmm. but I wanted them. I wanted them so bad. I kind of wish the Spurs would make their Fiesta jerseys their main jerseys. I, I, think I love those jerseys. Eventually. They're great. It's a great color mm-hmm. scheme. Like, that's how come in 2K, I always do that. You know, you know another team that needs a rebrand? The fucking Suns. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of a stink on their, on their current branding. That's a good point. It's They're still... They're still Bring back those striped jerseys? Yeah. See, because they're still of the mindset of being losers. And it's like, nah, y'all have gone to like the finals. Like, you're not losers. Well, I mean, you are, but you're not, you know, <laughs> not the way that you used to be. Okay. Bring, bring uh, back the day of, of teams using the basketball in their logo. I also don't like the Clippers logo. And then this no. isn't just because of the Clippers. It's just like, it's so, 
I, I really hate those. It seems so it's, LA. It's like, uh, but here's the thing. It's also, this is the same problem I have with Detroit and that I have with like Washington and with like the Raptors. It's like, they're all so fucking round and not like in an interesting like basketball way. They're just round. Mm-hmm. Um, You know what? I don't know. Yeah. They need to bring back the Grizzly on the Grizzlies jersey. Ooh, Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Bring back, bring back the bring whole back that uniform, Grizzlies. Just change it to yeah. Memphis. Bring back that sexy teal. Because that yep. event, I know when also, every, every expansion also, team has that color. 90s warm up jackets. <laughs> Start making those yes, again. Definitely. Yeah. For well, all like with the, the NFL. Sport, for all the sports. It's, because it's like those with the are NFL. The give me those. Give me the. Uh, I think you. Somebody shared a picture or liked a picture that was just a Green Bay. It was, it was you, wasn't it? I don't have Twitter oh, anymore. No, you don't have Twitter. It was my, it was a friend of mine, and it was just coaches wearing starter jackets on the sidelines, and it's just like one was da- I don't see that. Though. One was Dallas, and one was Green Bay, and like yeah, those are the best. Those are the best. Those oh man, the God. starter jacket era of, of sports is always because I came in on like the tail end of it all. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it was just so cool to just. Well, it's like it's like when you, when you think about the the yeah. old uh, the fucking. Uh, the warmups that they used to come out in the NBA in the eighties mm-hmm. that I can, I could just picture Larry bird wearing them. And like, I'm like, man, that looks like the most fucking comfortable thing I've ever seen anybody wear. Like I would wear that all day, every day. Like you would have to, you'd have to peel that shit off of me at the, at some point. Like that is how mm-hmm. comfy it looks. <sighs> the aesthetic of sports, like you said, just in general, I feel is to just become too streamlined or even like, you remember like the NFL jerseys back in the day used to be a lot shinier. Like yes. Prime yeah. example, the the uh the baby blue chargers jerseys, or even like the dark blue ones had the shine to them. Fuck. The Danian Thompson era you jerseys. Your hand. Those were great. I, I I yeah, I got it. I got into it and I did that. I smacked it on my leg and it's like it hit me. God damn. But the chart okay, chargers, it's criminal that their uniforms don't shine as brightly as they used to. No, because those are the, the team is shining brighter than ever. Oh, oh, that's a handsome team. Anyways, uh, <laughs> god dang it, that's a handsome team. Um, but yeah, yeah, those powder blues, oof, gorgeous, gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I think I really do think that they are the best uniforms in football, and I will fight people. Uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm I like when teams embrace the uniqueness of, of whatever it is, the, uh, the, whatever city or area that they're located in. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's a lot of the USFL team. Six of the USFL teams suck. That's two, of them, I, two of them oh, yeah. aren't the same generic colors. The Pittsburgh and new Orleans are the only ones that don't have some sort of red, black and white mixed in. <laughs> I could not for the life of me tell who six of these teams are, but I know for a fact who the Pittsburgh Mollas are and the New Orleans Breakers are because one of them is yeah. purple and orange and one of them is a beautiful shade of blue. By the way, the only purple team that I cannot stand, stand. Minnesota. No. The fucking oh, well, Kings. I can't stand Minnesota or the Kings for the well, same yeah, reason. I was going to say I don't like Minnesota either, but I cannot stand the Kings. I hope Kevin it- Durant gets traded to the Kings. God. That would be hilarious. That would be no hilarious. No one ring there. Then we'll stop shitting on you. God, if he could. I said we don't, man, shit, no, we don't shit on you. Skip Bayless will stop shitting on you. I cannot stand that, man. And don't even call us. Don't. Ed, that's. Oh, God. That'll, that'll send us down a dark tangent. We're all start talking about that time that he said what he said about Troy Aikman. But anyways. <laughs> so, so, I'm, so, Anthony, 
obviously, you know, like I said, I'm not on Twitter anymore, but when I was, do you remember that Australian dickhead, uh, Nick Adams? Oh, Tim Tebow. Wait, there's a reason that we're, that we're, we're, uh, that, that we reacted that way. Daryl does not ever want to hear or see that man or whatever person. What did he do? Well, well hang on. We'll, we'll come to you in a second here because okay. I want to say this because someone posted on Facebook the other day. Someone posted that, um, the Bengals should go out and try and sign a good Christian leader like Tim Tebow in case their woke, oft-injured quarterback gets injured again. Oh, this like, guy. Dude, Tim Tebow is a good Christian man. He is not going to sodomize you no matter how bad you want it. Right. By the way, who, I have to ask real quick. Do we, I mean, we obviously know that that person is not a real person, right? Or is who? he? He is. That, that Nick Adams, crazy. he's a real he person, real? Anthony. He's yes, Australian, he too, so that means he's coming. You see, uh, the, the reason I ask that is I've never done digging beyond seeing his tweets. You know what I mean? But you know what, 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 what did he do to you, Daryl? Let's talk, let's talk about no, him. No, it's, it's this. It's, it's, the, it's the takes, but here's, here's what I do. I have, I have curated my timeline very well, and I've blocked multiple people for that reason. I don't want to see that shit on my timeline, so don't screenshot that shit. And then put it on my timeline, and that's the way I see it. I don't in his in his canner. I don't want to see it. Nick Adams. I don't want to fucking see it. I have them blocked for a fucking reason. Do not screenshot the fucking tweets. <laughs> this shit on my timeline. Don't talk about it. I'm gonna block you. Fuck the two. If your nation's oh my sport God. is fucking cricket and rugby. Okay, wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. Fuck down. I can't talk shit about rugby, but I can talk shit about cricket because no matter how many times you read me the rules of cricket. I, I know how it works. That. Why are you running it, back and forth? Why Absolutely stop running not. into people? Ah, it's so annoying. By the way, Daryl, I don't know how you keep how much you, you keep track uh, of tennis or you, Cheeseman, but uh Serena lost pretty quickly. Yeah, she is um she it's about she's, time for her to go and retire. Yeah, she's on her way out. She's just yeah. like, I mean, look, I, I know she wants to win another one, and I don't honestly, I mean you know, it, it's in that, that that athlete mentality, the way they are when they're especially still in it, that I can't mm-hmm. understand, or at least you know, not under, not not understand, but I can't relate to that. Mm-hmm. Where, like, she has nothing to prove to anybody, dude. She's, I don't care who has more than she does. That's the greatest tennis player I've ever seen. Does ever. anybody have more than she does? Yes, I think someone does have more than she does. Cheeseman, am I correct? Is it Steffi Graf? It might be Steffi Graf. Oh, I think okay. Steffi Graf might be the greatest ever. Uh, it's not Monica Seles. I, th- I no. think it's Steffi Graf. I think Steffi Graf has like the most all time. But the point is, is like mm. she's right there, and she has nothing left to prove. The fact that she's done what she's done as deep into her her career as she's done is the same with Tiger. Amazing. Oh, of it, course. It's, but exactly, but it's when t- you can't. They just want to continue. They want to. They don't want to end clearly, on a down note. They don't want to end like. Like but also, it, but for Tiger, it wouldn't end on a down note. Dude won the Masters. You know what I mean? Yeah, he had a golden chance to walk he off. He had the opportunity yeah. to walk off with the best pos- in the best possible way he could have. And, 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 and it's just weird. That's the thing the with Tiger, though, was when he won at the Masters, it was an addiction to him. Yeah. Because huh? at that, you remember also at that time, he was getting close like over yes. and over and over and over uh-huh. again. Like he was playing some of the best golf of the last, you know, eight years for him. And so for him, it was an addiction. And that car accident kind of just 
fucked everything up for him. And it's an addiction because now he wants he's chasing that dragon again. Will he ever catch it again? I'd rather be doing that than have a huge ass gambling addiction. Well, have to go play in the tournament. Yeah, oh boy, it. the the conversations we have had on live, boy. Oh, I know, man. They are fun. Though. They are fun because there's a good chance by the end of that before Johnson. we record next week, uh, my head will be chopped off now for having said something bad about that. <laughs> if that happens, please find my head and use it like it like you would a mannequin and just imitate my voice. Jeez, what do you think about this? Well, I'll I put you on you, a man. I don't think it's such a good idea. <laughs> I'll that was the head, head of cheese. And just, oh, uh, and also please do make like a high, make a high, make a high. I'll put you in a box and make you look like you're in a TV screen. There yeah, you there you go. But then still has got to control my mouth. Then it's just going to rot away and stuff. But it'll be fun. The part. We well, hey, hey, look, they got well, they got Walt Disney's heads put away somewhere. Like a, so, a jar or something. It's frozen somewhere. Yes, it, no, it's yeah. not, no, see, here's but the my thing, frozen though. head next here's to Richard Nixon's no, no, no. frozen head. It's not frozen. Oh, it's not frozen, bro. It's plugged into an AI, a highly advanced computer at the very core of Disney, and we know it. Okay, <laughs> and they still go to it and they talk to it. And one day, that thing is going to come out on a mechanized body, and it will kill Governor DeSantis probably and take over Florida. That's what's gonna happen eventually. Would be the worst thing to happen. I'm not gonna say. Well, that I mean, terrible. when Ron DeSantis is their governor, you know that. <laughs> talking oh, about like he's talking, that man's he name talking, is he Ron. Said the other day, he said how religion does belong in I the public that. space. And you know he's not religious. That's just yeah. the thing that pisses me oh, off. And are. then, then the in Texas and Anthony, in your state, they're trying to they're trying to rebrand slavery. Yes, what, I saw that. what was the word? Fuck, I can't. Uh, involuntary relocation. Yeah. Involuntary relocation. That's the funniest one I've ever heard. Isn't that what they tried to call the Trail of Tears before? Also, didn't we try that mm-hmm. once? Oh, yeah. Yep. So they're just recycling. They they called it the the uh, the amazing tale from one end of the country to the other. Daryl, is is Clarence Thomas in the sunken place now? <laughs> Now is that what it's called from Get Out? Wait, oh, wait, it, right? wait, I, now I like that. I like that. Daryl's like, yeah, no, that's that happened a long time ago, bro. Clarence Thomas is one of the worst people. I I, I, I think in in the world, like not you in this country, but in the white world. Woman. Well, well, it's a not white, cult she's, member. She's a cult member. That's what she is. There's a lot of of. I'm not gonna get into that on a podcast. Yeah, but either either way. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave that alone. I'm so leave that alone. I will find a way to tie it back in somehow. I don't know which one of what athlete is for the uh, okay, who am I thinking of? What Glenn Jacobs? There you go. That's somebody who talk about a he is, uh, race. he yeah, he's just Glenn Jacobs now, but he's an athlete, so we can talk about him. Yeah, he's just Glenn Jacobs. Yeah, he's not Kane, he's not Kane anymore. He's I love how anytime you post anything, somebody posts that, um. Uh, that that picture of Triple H catching him with that chair shot. I know, I know. CT is up three zero on that man. I'm telling you, man. Oh, uh, you know it's crazy. No, actually, I'm not gonna bring it up. I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna go there because it was gonna tie into the fact that yeah, no, no, I am. Is that I have more of a problem with Glenn Jacobs than I do Hunter, who did a, a vignette that will never be forgotten. Oh, the Kate- which one? Yeah, the Katie. The Vick Katie one. Vick. Was that like, that or was going to be the Booker T stuff? Or was it him drugging his wife and marrying her? But somehow, I feel like Batman is so much. Well, see, but it's like he hasn't. I don't. You know what I'm trying to say here? 
It's like I have a bigger problem with Glenn Jacobs in real life than I do Triple H, the character in fake. Well, see, that's how shitty of a person that Kane is. That's what I mean. Glenn Jacobs, my bad. Glenn Jacobs is. <laughs> now nah, Kane is a saint, bro. He just lit his family on fire. That's the mm-hmm. only bad thing he ever did. Oh, and shock Shane McMahon's ball. That's another person I block. Glenn I don't want to see that shit. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. see it anymore. I, that's yeah. that's the best way for me to enjoy Twitter is I just start blocking people. Like I don't have time to keep that bullshit on my timeline anymore. Because yeah. I don't want to fight being mad at it. I agree with you. And Cheeseman, well, he got rid of it, and I'm sure it's better off. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, did you see um Who's the name of the agent for Devin Booker and Carl Anthony Towns? Because she did. An oh, she just. Job. Well, she just got her her uh, clients Both to combine them. like five hundred million dollars, so she has to be in fucking cloud nine right now. <laughs> How much does she get? Like, what what percentage does she get? Uh, uh, I don't know what her commission percentage is, but if it's oh, even fifteen percent, I'd sell insane. for ten. I'd sell for ten percent, and then I quit. <laughs> That's it. If I got to negotiate those two contracts, oh, I get 10% of that. That I quit. is insane. I'm, I'm out. Well, look, we so the everything that Minnesota did, yeah, we're going, but we're coming all the way back to, to free agency. Everything that Minnesota did, I like in retrospect, I like mm-hmm. for them. Um, for the most part. Rudy Gobert like is gonna the help them. Yeah, that's what I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, that's a but, lot of picks for Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing though, if they end up possibly winning a championship this next year or the year after that then who the fuck cares about those picks for them at least for the the way that the, that fan They're base getting that rams mentality of fuck them picks well the, it's funny because <laughs> hey, look the way that but, but here's the thing that people forget about that rams team though and how the rams get to be why they get to be in this mentality because mm. for the first few years of that they built a team you know they drafted those guys but then after that it's like okay now we can buy the rest of the pieces we need Mm-hmm. You know, we have a, a solid foundation. Now let's plug in some uh, some big names because we got money and we're L.A. And well, the also- benefit for Minnesota is that with them having McDaniels, who they didn't have to let go of, which I'm shocked they yeah. were able to keep him. But then getting Ant and then having Cat is a hell of a foundation. Now, the peripherals after that, but because they lost Malik Beasley and Patrick Beverly, I don't know. They also think they brought in Kyle Anderson, who's a, a, always a great. Uh, bench piece to have a solid piece solid glue guy there's still obviously a lot of time for them to continue to mess around with that roster well i'm guessing that some of that's probably going to come from what happens with uh um d'angelo russell because i don't think he fits into the long term no i don't think so either Mm -hmm. where do you think he does where where do you think a guy like that would fit I think they just send him anywhere where they can get assets. Uh, but but uh, what I mean is assets. like if you're a team that wants him, you know what I mean. I don't know who wants. That, that's why I'm. I don't know if anybody's who, who actively seeking out D'Angelo Russell right now. But if you are a team that would bring him in, what kind of role do you want him in? Well, who he has to be your six. I think he's best fit as a six man. Okay. Maybe you look at a team that's not that good right now that has a lot of young guys like the Magic. OKC, maybe. OKC is a team that could be looking at them. It's uh, funny, the Magic are always that first. You know? I wouldn't be shocked if the Knicks maybe tried something. I, almost, it just I, seems almost, like a Knicks I move. almost said Detroit. Mm, but, but I almost I said Detroit, but I, had to, but I had to pull back and I'm like, no, no. I think that roster mm. needs to grow on its own like that. Maybe if it's in New Orleans. 
That's interesting. But who do they have to move to get him? Well, who do they have right now? They got they got CJ, got CJ Zion, Jonas Valanciunas, Ingram, Ingram, um, uh, Jackson Hayes, Herb Jones, Jose Alvarado. I feel like I'm forgetting some people right now, but that's the core of that team essentially. And of that group. Who could they? Who who would bringing him in? Okay, who could they send off? See, that's the problem. I'm afraid and, of what they have to they send off. That, that you know. Well, here's the thing: how is he an upgrade over? Who is he an upgrade over? You know, what person there? What player do they have that Zion Williamson? <laughs> we'll trade. We'll give you. <laughs> we'll give you one Zion for one D'Angelo. Straight up. Oh, that'd be, that's a two K trade right there. That's what that's a, no, that's a, that's the NBA that's live that you, trade. No, was, no, there you go. <laughs> NBA live. Jesus. Oh, also, also, also shout out Colorado Avalanche. Way to win the oh, Stanley yeah. Cup and ruin the No, no, because Kaufman got to do that damn Infinity Gauntlet bullshit again. And I will not be having that. I will not be having that. I will not shout stand. Shout out Ole Miss this, for winning the College World Series. aggression will not oh, stand. Yeah. No, fuck Ole Miss. Fuck well, Ole Miss, but shout out to them yeah. for keeping Tennessee from winning. Yes, they, thanks. Go. I'm glad it was somebody other than Tennessee that won that championship. Fuck the state and their their sniffing dogs, but that's about it. You know, Liv Morgan is a WWE Women's Champion. That's crazy to me, man. Wait, Liv Morgan cashed in? Yeah, yep. on Rousey and won. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. See, I didn't know. I didn't get. I didn't hear that detail. Okay. Oh yeah, that's great. That's mm-hmm. good for her. Yep. That's that's great because Liv is one of those. People that has been around for a while and it's kind of just directionless. They they never have just every time they it's so start and stop with her, mm-hmm. and it's just it's nice to see her, you know, get there. Mm-hmm. You know that's a, that's a good that's a great moment for her. At least they handled the women's side, you know, better than they handled the men. I guess. I, my my like I said, my main issue with theory is who did they have him beat. Cause I don't, I don't see Brock, I don't see Roman, I don't see Drew, I don't see Seth. It has to be a face. And and, and, and the shitty. Well, I mean, are they setting him up to eventually be in a program with Cody? Yeah, the thing I is, like he's like nine months away. So okay. Well, that's what WWE is saying. I think from you the promo chef, that they right? have. Yeah, I did. I, I watched. I, I watched Hell in the Cell. Here's my thing. Uh, from the way WWE had him cut the promo, I think he's probably going to be back in like. Probably five or six, if that. They 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 know that he can come back soon. He'd probably be back for the for the rumble, which would be what. I, I mean, I told months. you, I, I have a feeling that they're just they're going to have him win the rumble, and he's going to get that mm. that strap at Mania that way. He's going to he this dude did not sign a contract to leave AEW and come here if he's not getting a ten, a championship at WrestleMania. I mean that that dude. It's all we talked about it. It's all legacy for Cody. If he didn't get hurt, I thought he would No, because it would have been too quick. I, I was thinking that they were going to give the that. title to, I think it was SummerSlam, but they're probably going to wait until Mania next year. I, I thought so too, but then the more well, I thought about it, it's just Rumble. It Weirdly enough, it feels mm-hmm. like the injury kind of lines things up a little a little bit better. Yeah. Because you know? you know WWE has a habit of rushing title because, reigns. <laughs> Biggie. Um, Kofi. Yeah. I mean... So, well, Kobe. I, so okay, I have to. I know there was a situation in that they were about to launch on Fox. They obviously wanted mm. Brock on there. 
I get that. Still, no, I just hate the way they had him lose. That, it was, that's that my was point. So you had him lose in like a second that totally all the goodwill you built up mm-hmm. squashed in a second. Uh, but my my whole uh, question about this, um, I guess with theory, it's like, like they are going to slow burn it, right? I mean, they kind of have to right now. Because there's the other like the scenario. Timing is all. So there's Wait, the other scenario. I just thought about something. I just thought about these something. These two guys, think about who it is that's fighting each other or going against each other. Two individuals who more than likely can take each other out, be prone on a damn ring, and then be pinned by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Don't forget how Seth Rollins won his title. But granted, Seth Rollins was, you know, the, that it, it felt legitimate, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but but th- that's, there's always that route. Remember this. I just thought about something. I cannot believe I'm going in depth with, about WWE. Theory right. challenged John Cena when John Cena was on Raw. Oh, God. John's going to get the briefcase? SummerSlam. Theory doesn't have anything going on right now. And you know that John Cena's schedule is open for the next few months. What if they have Cena beat Theory? For the briefcase, I'm okay with that. Cena cash like in edge over Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, I'm and okay then have Cena cash in on on Roman and Brock. Well, see, that's the thing though. Then what is the point? And then have Seth take the title it? off of off of Cena. WWE's done this before. No, I know, I I, I know that they have. Hell, they just did know, it a couple of years ago with Otis. I know, I I know that, that, but that's why I'm drawing. That's why I'm asking you these questions. I know that. Look, I think I know uh, the I way I think about WWE is well, I think of the wildest lesson. scenario possible. Uh huh. And if I, I'm shocked when they don't they go do wilder. It. Yeah. Well, no, here, here's or the, they go uh, wilder. I'm not even gonna say I, I don't even call these wild. They're just dumb. <laughs> They're just dumb. Like, okay, it's like this thing that I have to remind because I feel like everybody says uh, yeah, almost approaches me as if like because of my recent wrestling thing where it's like. It's like, well, you know that they do things like this all the time. I'm like, yeah, no, I know that. I know that. Mm-hmm. I, I know because I have 20 years of, of, of experience in the dumb shit that they do. And they don't stop doing it. Oh. I just thought about it. Cena's at 16, right? Uh-huh. And guess, who sh- guess, who's, guess who should not be at who they don't want to talk about anymore? <laughs> hey, Rick. It's Rick. So, I mean, hey, I can see it. I mean, at this point, though, you should have just had Cena come in and win the Money in the Bank instead. Oh, no. See, WWE wouldn't do that because they know that would just sour everybody on Cena right away. They want they want to they they know that Cena beating Theory, he's going to get a mega pop anyway for coming back at SummerSlam for beating Theory. They know nobody's going to complain about it because nobody wants Theory as the champion. Vince still gets the 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 uh, the the joy in knowing that he had Theory and Cena in the ring together. It's going to be a competitive match. Theory's still going to be in the title picture to come because I don't think I think Vince knows he's oh, not no, no. ready yet. That's Vince, why he had Vince him lose the pad at Mania. It too. Yeah, Vince mm-hmm. wants Cena to have another title ring. He then he it. gets Rock back because Rock's schedule is clear for the beginning of the year. He's got Rock. He's got Rock and Roman lined up. That's why. That's why Roman hasn't been wrestling much. And he but, doesn't want can Roman I say to this? Hurt. This is why I don't believe in God because God has lined <laughs> things up for this man so perfectly. That's why he's he's rocking Roman. 
He's probably going to get Brock and Gunther. Vince, everything is coming directly into plan for Vince right now. He is loving like fucking Palpatine from Star Wars. Like everything is going as he's foreseen it. Yeah. Holy shit. God dang it. He gets Cody back for the Rumble. He's going to get that pop. Bro, I'm I'm not going to lie. WWE has done a great job with their pay-per-views this year. I'm not going to take anything away from them and what they've done with their pay-per-views. They've all been great since Mania. But... I, I say other than backlash, I didn't. I didn't really fuck with backlash like that. But Vince is getting everything he wants. Getting getting Stone Cold back for Mania. Getting Pat. Getting Logan Paul. That piece of shit Logan Paul in for for SummerSlam and uh, beyond. He's probably gonna get Bad Bunny back because when he gets yeah. off tour, whenever the fuck that is, that's great. Everything's just lining up perfectly for Vince thing. and this little bubble he's created in the world that he wants. And and Mania is gonna be in LA too. That's why I you think he's not gonna have Cena and fucking and rock on that card. Whoever is running the simulation decided <laughs> let's put ev- let's make everything good for all the billionaires. Or well, yeah. okay, he, we don't know if he's a billionaire anymore, but or ever was, but you know, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> I mean, so, <sighs> that's frustrating. Oh, Logan Paul beat John Cena for the title, aren't they? Oh, oh my god, absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised. Here's the thing, throw though. Up. Nothing they do will surprise me ever I would throw up. Logan Paul should be in that ring with no one but Miz. Get that over with. Do it at, uh, do it at SummerSlam and keep it fucking moving. Uh, I better not see a fucking Logan Paul um, edge fucking feud. Daryl. I better I better not. I better Darryl. not. You know the things they do. I better not. Also, did y'all see the video of them teasing Edge coming back? No, I didn't. It was actually a pretty good video. It was him like walking through and it had the Kurt Angle medal, the Hardy Boy sleeves, and a you Texas see the video of Kurt. license plate. Hmm? Was Sophia oh, Angle? Well, he, did you see the thing of Kurt where he was de- de- when he reenacted the. Yeah. With his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. It's you so talked weird. about the mash mouth thing, uh, Anthony. Like it really came through during that video. Like, oh it, my but, God. But he, he has mush mouth really badly nowadays. Yeah. And it's, look, it's I mean. Bad. The, the man's been the man has lived a life perk angle perk yep. angle has lived a life okay yeah okay you don't get a name like perk angle if you have not lived a life Ten, uh, it, it was it was also it was the weird shit that happened with his like wife, that but that, that tna run that he went on was insane bro like yes, it was holy shit i'll still take <laughs> like i'll still take that like oh four or like that smackdown run that he was on over all mm-hmm. over, like over everything but the tna run was incredible mm-hmm. nonetheless it's just like yeah yeah, it's good stuff. But um fucking shit. I hope I, I it's the, the stuff they've done with Edge is weird. I hate that they gave him a whole stable and then like, oh hey, a month was later he hurt or something that he had to leave all of a sudden. No, because he or? hasn't been gone that long. They're already teasing him coming back. You know he's gonna be back for SummerSlam. They just scrapped the plans because why I have no idea. Uh, and no, then with I, Rhea I, getting no, no, hurt. No, no, we know why. There's always an answer, and it's always the same answer, Daryl. <laughs> it's always the same answer. Because of Vince McMahon. I think, but you changed you whims. changed Edge's theme. Uh-huh. You gave him a whole new character. And uh-huh. within two months, y'all said, fuck all of that. Yes. We're just gonna scrap it. it I think sense, they know right? one. I think this is the main reason why, though. I think they knew they couldn't get Edge over as a heel. Well, that not anymore. He, uh, not, it's not, not gonna work. Point. He's got legacy pop. Yeah. He's forever gonna have it. Just and I'm and I'm I, look. I'm See, fine. If you I can't make say a that though. For him to go against, though, 
but here's but the problem the thing with is, that. Just don't do the way you did. With AEW, they did it perfect with Christian with having him <laughs> slow burn a heel turn and then have him turn on Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. With Edge, it was just oh, he turned on AJ Styles because he wanted he wanted to be evil again. There's well, but you know that everything that they do is there's there's always shallow reasoning to it. And again, this is not me talking up bitch ass Tony Khan, okay? Because I'm not, never will. Uh, I don't like him, nor do I like Vince McMahon. Uh, but at the very least, everything that gets done in that company has purpose. Everything that gets done in this one is literally the man, the old man woke up and wanted it this way. Oh, wait, no, he doesn't anymore. Okay. Oh, it's three minutes before airtime and he wants to redo the entire script. Let's do it. Oh, we have to do a segment, redo a segment right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, it's a mess. It's a fucking mess. It's a disaster. Jeez, man. Do you watch WWE at all anymore? Do you watch AEW? I can. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Because I'm trying to figure out if you're an a, if you're an AEW fan. I watch AEW as much as I can. More. Okay. Good. 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 You, well, you should be. Even even I tune in. Uh, but AEW. I've said this before. It's up and down. Tony Khan has to stop booking like a fan. Yeah. That's my main issue with AEW. Mm-hmm. He's a fanboy, and he and he shows it. He's such a, a fucking dork. He's, you mean all he, those he's, fucking hugs. He is Tony Khan is a wrestling nerd, and and because of that, wrestling nerds, and I am a wrestling nerd. (laughs) And because of that, no, he's not. And because of that, he he gets like I said, him having Christian and and CM Punk and John Moxley and Daniel Bryanson and Claudio Castagnoli and 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 uh, William Regal. And all of these guys, he gets the book and Kenny Omega and the Bucks and FTR. He just these are people that he he's fans of. FTR, they're a younger tag team or they're yeah. newer. Um, but in terms of the Bucks, like he books like a fan. Like he these are I don't have a problem with the Bucks winning the title again. Um, because they're all this is obviously a transitional run with them and some of the stuff they've been doing. It's obvious they're waiting on Kenny to come back to move for every, everything into motion with them and things of that nature. But it's just some of the, the shit he did uh, at the end of uh, Forbidden Door when uh, Moxley won and then they had the Jericho Appreciation Society come out and jump them. I know yeah. you're trying to build towards for, Forbidden Door, but give Moxley that moment, right? This dude had to go through 90% of his title room when there, were no crowd, when there was no crowd or like mm-hmm. 10 fans in the crowd. Give him his fucking moment. You had to have Claudio come back out, and they played his theme twice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, stop that, bro. Let let Moxley have his moment. But no, I he had to book like a fucking fan. It's annoying. But I do love that Claudio's there. Oh, it's he's perfect that, for AW. Oh, I I love that man. Although you know, I re- what I really wanted him before he had he was a you know did the AW thing. I really wanted mm. him to have some kind of a New Japan thing because that dude oh, yeah. worked that style so beautifully. Oh um, yeah, and you know he'll still get that opportunity because they have a working deal. Uh, you know, oh he's going to be the ROH. He's going to be the ROH guy. Oh, on yes. one of them. Yeah, man, that's good stuff. Between that's good stuff. Gresham and. He, yeah, Tony. Tony has his guys. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. If he wanted to, he would have got AJ, but AJ was like, "Fuck that! I'm not doing that." So I don't blame him. 
I mean, because fuck that shit. That's too high impact for AJ. Well, it's, it's like too much. AJ, it's like a Shinsuke. It's like some guys have put their oh. work in. They just want to relax and enjoy. You know. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's probably a similar paycheck. But if I have to do, if I have to have a lower work rate, they probably wrestle more in WWE. But the style is less impact less, on less, their bodies. It, yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, I assume it is. But I mean, I mean nowadays, unfortunately, so let's look at what happened ones. to Jeff. Uh, what what just happened to Jeff? The last well, thing? the DUI, the last thing. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And you said it. It was the shit they were letting him do. The the Swanton bomb off the ladders, landing on the ladders, landing on the steel steps. Eventually, yes. you knew where this was leading to. Because it because it's this we've seen it multiple times over two decades to the point where you you the signs you can read them you know mm-hmm. you see it coming when it's when it's right in front of you and it's it's just it's sad and it's mm-hmm. it's sad and it's enraging because somebody at some point has to tell the guy maybe you should slow down mm-hmm. and i'm sure they have you know but continuing to enable doesn't fix the problem it just doesn't mm-hmm. You know, at some point, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't help that Matt is booking the crazy dates that he books. Yeah. You know? But how, like how the idea of them having that, that ladder match. Matt needs to sit down somewhere too, man. Like, I'm like, he. Matt has been stiff for like 20 years. Like, they did the Royal Rumble, that battle royal for the number one contendership for the AEW championship uh, yeah. on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was watching Matt walk to the ring, and you could just tell, like, the man is in fucking pain. Like, mm-hmm. retire. Just retire already, man. And, like, you don't, you know, retirement doesn't mean you have to leave the business. It just means. It doesn't mean you have to completely stop wrestling. Yeah. But this, this every night thing, bro, you're, you're 44. You've given this business everything. You're a multiple-time world champion. You have nothing to prove. A multiple-time tag team champion. You're, you are. You're an icon outside in the of business. W- you're a Hall of Famer outside of the WWE sense of it. You are nobody's ever going to forget Matt and Jeff Hardy. Never. It's time to let it go. Like I said, they are icons of the business. Cemented. Just <sighs> you know, call it. It's painful it to watch. Day. It's okay to call it a day. <sighs> Anyways, I think that's a good yeah. good spot to end it on, right? Yeah. That's not bad. Uh, this is about uh, time for me to call it anyway. I can tell I'm starting to get oh, and I'm stuffed getting hungry. Up. I'm Same, getting hungry. I, I, I don't know what <laughs> I don't have no idea what I'm doing for dinner tonight, but uh, we'll see. I might just do leftovers. Uh, this has uh, been the Beards and Balls podcast. You can follow me at born to run underscore 19 cheeseman. Where can they follow you on Instagram at OG cheeseman and Daryl? Where they find you? 31J on Twitter, DDM7217 on IG, and the Coaches Challenge on Twitch. I almost forgot my Twitch name. Wow. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's one of those days. You're you're sick, so it's understandable. It's understandable. Uh, yeah, goodbye, everybody. We'll be back next week. Peace.